welcome to the With Mates podcast. My name is Andrew Grace and I'm your host for the podcast this evening and every other time I do it. And this is the podcast where I get my mates along who are movie lovers or TV lovers and we talk about the latest releases. And this week, fair to say it's a big release, whether it's good, bad or indifferent, we'll find out later in the podcast. But this week, I am talking about The Flash and joining me to do so, she's not been on the podcast for far too long in my opinion, it's Arla. P.S. Anthony. Good attempt, uh, but lovely as <laughs> always to be to be on the podcast, Andrew. And yes, it has it has been far far too long. There's been so many movies that have come and go that I've wanted to scream at you about. So I'm going to get all that rage out of you on this one. What is the past tense like? Wanted to as if you haven't. Like you, you are one of the first people who either message me or voice note me. Very much so. We'll get into the story about this. Uh, movie uh later on but like yeah you, you every time you see something you fucking text me or you message me or whatever don't yeah uh, uh, no that's fine but i want to do it on a public forum it's not enough ah. that you get to, it's not enough that you just get to have the rage filled arla telling you about why she hated a movie i want fair. others to have to endure that torture as well very fair i mean if most people are subscribed to your facebook when you're not banned you, you tend to have your your lovely little rants on movies and stuff and i feel as if we might be lucky enough to get one today because, yes, we're here to talk about DC's new movie, The Flash. Right. Before we get into it, Elephant in the Room. The movie probably shouldn't have been released. Right, Ezra Miller has done some horrid things or has been accused of doing some horrid things. They're not a very nice person from what I can see and we don't condone it. So all I'll say is just don't be a dickhead. Be nice to people and... It's addressed, but we want to talk about the movie just because it's going to be fun to tear it to bits. Because general thoughts before we get into spoilers, it wasn't it wasn't all that great, was it, Arla? No, um, I believe I texted you about 10, 15 minutes into it, legitimately asking, right? So when does the film actually start? <laughs> um, and 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 like I like I know that I'm one for being sarcastic, and I'm known for one to use hyperbole, and I'm known one to be over dramatic. But I legitimately thought that they were screening the wrong film for the first fifteen minutes. Um, it made no sense to me. And uh, yes, I do agree that you take away Ezra Miller and all that they've done. Uh, you know, I want to judge the movie solely based on its merits. I do believe you can separate the art from the artist, but what you said is completely right there. But yes. That aside, um, without going into spoilers of it, um, I don't think that this movie... I don't see how this movie was released, but Batgirl is canned. Because for the, for DC to turn around and say, this movie is so good it needed to be seen, but Batgirl wasn't, I really, really doubt that Batgirl could be anywhere near as bad as what this film uh, ended up being. Um, I, we're I talking... Don't, I... I don't think it's a matter of this film is so good that people need to see it. I think this money, this um, film has cost a lot of money, like a lot of money. Well, make. it did cost it did cost a lot of money to make. It's six years in the making. It's gone through several different directors, several different several different redrafts of the script, and it's very very clear as James Gunn has confirmed that this movie is kind of pivotal in setting up the new DCU. So they kind of really needed to release it, not only to try and reclaim some of the funds, but also the fact that if they don't release this movie, and we'll obviously go into it when we talk more about the film, if we yeah. don't do this movie you don't really get to have james gunn's new vision of the dcu but that has its own host of problems which i'm worried about and we'll also get into yeah um 
So not I, I obviously I don't want to obviously before we get to spoilers of it overall. Um, uh, if you like uh, Michael Keaton uh, as Batman, you're going to say, "Oh, there's Michael Keaton as Batman," and that's yeah. going to dissipate within the first couple of minutes of seeing him. Um, if you think, "Oh, there's there's Supergirl," you're going to go, "Yep, there's Supergirl." You're going to go, "Oh, look, there's General Zod." You're going to go, "Yep, there's General Zod." Um, it didn't attempt to be as funny as DC has tried to be in the couple of. Uh, years that it has been trying to be comedy movies like trying to compete with marvel but not really stick to a consistent tone yeah. uh the times it was trying to be funny i think it fell flat um a majority of the movie and it, this isn't spoilers naturally because it's in the trailer but a majority of the movie is held up by the performances of two uh flashes in it and i personally don't think that they have any chemistry uh with each other i don't think it really holds the movie together and that really doesn't go through at all. And then we get to the ending, which we I can't really discuss without spoiling it. So um, in my opinion, it's not been the worst comic book movie in recent memory. I still maintain that 4-4 Love and Blower is the worst uh, comic book movie I've seen recently. <laughs> but it is certainly up there with the likes of, say, Quantumania, kind of bad um, obviously, I know I'm jumping to MC or uh, the MCU on that, but I feel it is a, a fair comparison. So uh, I come away with it having gained nothing, learned nothing, and just really disappointed. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm unfair when I'm giving it maybe a two, and if I'm generous, a possible three out of ten. That's fair enough. I think I, I think in my review on Twitter, I gave it a seven, but now that it's kind of like settled, I've got, I, was, I was like, nah, it's. it's five maybe a six uh, six out of ten a push for me it's like ultimately i tried to do my best to kind of just like go in here the same kind of thing blank mind just kind of separate the art from the artist i struggled with that a bit because there's a lot of this movie kind of falls on the shoulders of trying to feel sympathetic towards uh barry allen and for me i was going yeah but it's ezra miller yeah but once i got past that like michael, michael keaton's really good um, if anything, it annoyed me more that the DCEU haven't done a Batman movie. They've done Batman versus Superman, but they've not given like they didn't give Ben Affleck his movie. And it annoys me that we've had a Flash, we've had two Suicide Squad movies, we've had a Harley Quinn movie. Like Batman is your A player. Fucking use him. And Ben Affleck was a good Batman in my opinion. So like to me that annoyed me. In terms of this movie, I think there's some really cool action sequences but i think they gave a lot away that a lot of that away in the trailer um it was nice seeing zod back because I, I like michael shannon as an actor obviously as i said michael keaton was really good um the actress forgive me i'm going to get her name up just now who played supergirl sasha Cali was fantastic i would happily watch her in anything again i thought she was really really good um some of the cg looked kind of hokey I think I've seen that's a... That's very generous. That's very generous. Yeah. Like, I've, like, the reason I've been generous is I've seen Andy, Andy Muschietti, um, who directed the film, has said it's stylized and it's the, that was the look that they were going for. So I've kind of held my hands and went, okay, I'll, 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 I'll lean into that. That's fine. But for me, it still didn't, it didn't kind of look up to much. The, the, the biggest thing about this film that let me down was I seen so much potential in this film for, for if they had done the previous movies right and we knew where we were going going forward, 
I think there was some heart in this film. I think there was some really cool cameos in this film that if you were invested and you cared about this series of movies, it would have hit for me more. I'm sure there'll be people that will go see this and they will adore all the cameos and stuff like that, which is fine. Like again, I'm not I'm not yucking your yum, but for me just a lot of it didn't land. Um I know Arla you said that the, the they, they didn't go like the comedy route. The comedy stuff that they did do for me especially the stuff at the start that we'll talk about more when we get into spoilers. There was some stuff with uh, some other characters, not the Flash characters, where I was just like, oh, that's not landing. I don't enjoy this. But there was some laugh-out-loud moments. Again, I don't know if I was laughing because of its stupidity or if it was genuinely funny or whatever. But yeah, for me, it, it, it it's difficult to give it much more than a 5 or a 6 just because like ultimately it means fuck all like i know you said it's like yeah. it starts the the new james gun but does it does it like there's one thing in the after credit scene that might hint at something that we'll talk about but other than that like does it like it's it's nothing right before we get into the flat uh the the spoiler stuff with the flash i'm gonna give you some stats so it is currently ranked at a 66 percent on rotten tomatoes which does make it fresh i think narrowly and um, but it does have an 85 percent audience score so obviously the audiences are enjoying it a lot more than the actual um critics and stuff like that um but what i'll always say is like find a critic that has similar taste to you don't just look at everybody critics um in terms of money it has grossed so far 139 million dollars worldwide i think this is going to be a bomb because realistically i heard the number i think it was like 250 million is that right? Well, yeah. yeah. So, so, well, I mean, like, if we're going for the finished product, then yeah, we're looking at two hundred fifty million. I, I think it's be more. Surprised. Well, no, I really, I do really don't think that it was. Um, we're talking just pure production costs. Um, we're talking about the fact that this has taken literally nearly a decade to make. Um, we're talking many people signing on to the project, then leaving it due to creative differences, but they still need to get paid. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's been filmed in many different locations, including including our own hometown, which is something I'm well gonna I'm going to gripe about. Oh, you're gonna gripe about it? Wow. I'm gonna gripe about it. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I think we're looking close in the region to 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 three to three fifty, and that's not including marketing, which they have been doing out the out the bumhole and Aye. typically marketing you add on double the amount of it so yeah. if we're going ballpark we're looking roughly between five and six hundred million that's exactly what i was going to say because i think it's more than just like because i think it was initially it was 250 but you had reshoots and all that kind of stuff but then also as you say like marketing wise it's going to cost a hell of a lot more so i think you're i think you're in the ballpark completely with between five and six and that's just to break even and the trouble with this is, like, already in the cinema, you've got things like Elemental, you've still got Transformers, the, there's, uh, the Barbie movie's coming out next month, Oppenheimer's coming out next month. Th- this doesn't have a long run to... It does not. ...to, to make not- a lot of money, and I don't see it making... I, like, nine times out of ten, like, if you go from weekend to weekend, there's, like, a 50% drop. I can see this taking a bigger drop, because I think... There was a lot. Yeah, I thought a lot of people bigged this up to be something like this was the like James Gunn said it was one of the best superhero movies he's ever seen, and I'm like, well, mm, well they have to say that, but they have to say it that, doesn't have though. to say it's the best though, does he? 
No, well, he doesn't need to say that, but basically any kind of hope of, like, complete creative control, which they did give him with Suicide Squad. And here's the thing. I actually like The Suicide Squad. I do mm. like it. I think it's a good James Gunn movie. Same but that too. movie flopped as well. Yeah. So... And, and fair enough, it was the height of the pandemic. There, there was a lot of contributing factors onto that, but that technically was a flop, given the fact that it was also R-rated, which didn't help things, or 15 certificate if you're in the UK, which didn't really help things either. So they are riding on this movie, and without you know, they're riding on this movie not only making bank, but also the fact that they're like, oh, look, this is the reset button. This is what we've been waiting for. And it's like. Y- Again, I can't really go into more without seeking the spoilers, really. But like, I get that you think does it, does it not? But I think it does. But I agree with you. Does it, does it though? So yeah, like the the projected this movie needs to. Apparently, they're saying that the only way a flashy would be announced if it makes anything over seven hundred fifty million. Given the fact that Fast X is also still in the cinema and doesn't seem to be losing any speed. Uh, with it, no pun intended. I don't. Enti- I like don't said, give me no pun. And you entirely meant that pun. The shelf life of this movie is is absolute dire at best. They were hoping they were hoping solely on the Michael Keaton nostalgia, yeah. and clearly from the opening weekend worldwide, one hundred thirty million. I don't think people care anymore. No, do you know the sad thing as well? This will be the last thing before we get into the spoilers. I I get why, and I feel like they did have to do the whole Michael Keaton like show him in the trailer and stuff like that. Oh see yeah. How, see see when they reveal him in the movie, like that would have been so good not to have known. That, that would have got a pop. Like, that would have yes. got me genuinely like, oh my god, that's so fucking good. But, like, you knew going in and stuff like that that that's who it was going to be. Because he even had the yep. lead up. Right, I'm getting I'm getting close to a point of spoilers. Um, if you have not seen The Flash movie, now is the time to pause the podcast, head to wherever it is, what cinema you go to, or whatever, not cinema, wink, wink, uh, you go to to watch these movies, and then come on back and hear myself and Arla get into the spoilerific details of The Flash. Um... Where would you like to start? You want to get the... Say again? The beginning. But I do want to talk about the opening scene simply just okay. due to the fact because the CGI is a big point of contention through the movie and this yeah. is where the first scene happens. So when I said earlier that I text Andrew about is this the real movie, the CGI looks like the Final Fantasy Spirits Within movie that came out in the 2000s. Now, Andy Machete, the director, has come out and said that that's intentionally done what? because when the... Sorry? What? <laughs> what you don't see Final Fantasy. You don't oh. see Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Oh, Jesus no. Christ! You don't, you don't watch movies. Um, right. Anyway, my point is right is the anime has come out and said, yeah, the CGI is supposed to look distorted because we're supposed to be with Barry Allen while he's going super speed, and that's why it looks weird, right? But that wasn't what did. But that wasn't what it looked like in Zack Snyder or Josh Whedon's as uh, uh, Justice League. It didn't yeah. look like that, right? So that makes no sense. The reason that I think it's done is because there were so many reshoots and not knowing what was going to happen is that the animators did not have time to make it look photorealistic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers one of the very, very first trailers for No Way Home where Electro appeared on it, but he looked like a cartoon cutout in one of the frames. And then later in the finished product, they did finish it because the animators were working at that point. So, and again, no hate towards the animators. They're underpaid and overworked. They deserve more money. But I think that that was used as that excuse. So that whole opening scene where they're saving all the babies, it looked very, very weird. Um, basically, there's some shit going down. In, well, actually, no. 
I know you don't want take to go through time. it, but see the first episode, see the first bit where he's in the coffee shop wanting a sandwich, and there's yeah. that obnoxious barista making him the sandwich, and it's like, oh, it takes time to make a sandwich. Yeah. Then he gets a call from Alfred, Flash, you need to come help Batman. Batman's doing something, you need to do the cleanup of it. A hospital collapse, a whole natal uh, ward comes flying out and babies and a nurse fall out and there's nur- and there's a babies near knives and there's baby near acid and there's a burrito and there's a microwave so flash needs to eat the burrito and other chocolate bars to get more energy to save all the children it puts a ba- it puts one of the babies in the microwave i love i've seen it <laughs> i love i've seen it <laughs> That's a problem with me, though, right? Because the microwave dings, which means the baby was in a microwave yeah, while it, it was going on. So the yeah, baby but it was un- it was unplugged, so like it was a silly joke. It was it like dinged. you're you're looking too much at it. Like again, to me, what I would say as well is that, like for people, if you're still listening to this and you haven't seen the film, don't take this seriously. Because this is the thing as well. Like I, I agree with you in terms of the CG and stuff like that. I, I, it was it was fairly off putting. To me, there was points where there was like a joke where he kind of threw a knife, and it looked like he'd thrown a knife at a baby. I was going, you can't have like too realistic looking a baby because then you can kind of take it away. Because then it would just be like Ezra Miller throwing a knife at a, a, a realistic looking child, and we can't, we can't make stuff like that. In. Um, <laughs> but like, the point, yeah, I I do agree that like, I think the concept was really cool though. Like the whole the that time started kind of catching up to him because, or uh, yeah, catching up to him because. Uh, Barry Allen hadn't like eaten. I was going, oh, that's quite clever. That's a clever concept that he needs. Like they've already kind of spoken about how Barry Allen needs the the calories. Um, yeah, and stuff and, like that. And, I was like, that's yeah. quite clever. But yeah, the set piece. Like I seen a tweet today. Um, Futurama did it first and better, and I watched it and I went, fuck, they really did. Like there's an episode of uh, Futurama where. Uh, Fry is trying to drink. I think he drinks a hundred coffees, and there's like a fire. Oh, three hundred coffee. Yeah, and yeah. he runs, and he uh, and, and and literally puts them all on like a gurney table and, and wheels them out. And I went, oh yeah, he did do it better. But yeah, um, the CG was a big kind of weird thing C- for me as well. The the comedy between the the barista and, and Barry Allen didn't work for me. It didn't, and, and yeah. that was that. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because in that scene, uh, Barry Allen says, this is my sandwich order. The barista's like, right, I'm going to make your sandwich, but it's going to take some time. So then Barry Allen does all that. Batman and CGI, and, and here's the thing, the CGI for Batman at that scene wasn't great either, but obviously was much better than that. Batman's chasing these unrelated guys. So the whole opening scene is yeah. unrelated to the plot, which is a big annoyance for me, right? Batman's able to get to the a Golden Gate Bridges type of thing. That's also where we see Glasgow for a little bit. And I'm sorry. Oh, wait a minute. Pause, never- pause a minute see glasgow for a little bit this is the most glasgow i've ever seen in any of these films so well obviously- yeah well that uh-huh uh-huh and that and that's the point of contention for me because it one just takes me right out of the movie because i'm from <laughs> glasgow and i understand that that's a me problem but also what's annoying is the fact that he's going up uh, uh he's going up george square on the right then he's coming down union street and i'm like <laughs> no that's not the right turn for that and it just pulls me right out of it and that and again i understand that that's a me gripe other yeah. people will be like oh i don't know glasgow that looks yeah. all right to me but that to me is that anyway, again gets- i feel as if this movie's not for you i love it because that is such a nitpicky gripe where it's going he took a left at george square he shouldn't be he should he should be on johnson street like well, he should he should yeah, but it's not it's not glasgow though it's gotham right well, shut up right anyway so I'm trying to move this as fast as long as I can. You're the one that's holding it up. Anyway, yeah, because you're Batman, doing it. You're doing again. You're doing it frame by frame. Right. Anyway, to put right. Anyway, Batman's on a bridge and he's got the bat. He's got the bat grip, the the wire, whatever, and he's holding on to a bunch of criminals. And he's about to fall down, and if the the chemical falls into the water, all of Gotham's going to blow up. Then all of a sudden, do 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 do
with Wonder Woman. And it's very, very clear that she filmed that on the same day that she filmed her cameo in Shazam 2. This is, right, I want, I want to interject here because this is the point, this is the point that gets me, right? Who fucking cares at this point? Who cares? I yep. am, I, I, hadn't, I haven't even seen the second Wonder Woman. I've heard terrible things and that's why I didn't go see it. Again, it's cheap cameos to me at this point. So, like, like, yeah. like, when I see things in the MCU and I see things cross over, I care because there's other stuff that I'm going to watch. Whether I'm a fan of this or not, it's not happening after this. We've still got Aquaman and we've still got Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, don't get me started on, there's a, there's a quote going about where it's like, he's the first DCEU, or sorry, the first DCU character. Yeah. But, so then, does that mean it's going to be the same actor? Does this mean that this is going to be canon? canon? Is it like, I don't know what the fuck it means. But, when she comes yeah. in, I'm like, I don't care. The music is hey, the that, Her music is really cool. I'll give her that. But I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care. That, I don't, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Not these. These characters are not going to exist anymore. That kind of cameo. I mean, obviously the fact that this is the end of the DCU and she's basically confirmed she's never going to play Wonder Woman again. That it obviously doesn't matter. But that cameo does deserve to be there, but not for Wonder Woman. It deserves to be there for like a lesser character. Like that should be like Captain Boomerang or something like that. Like, like I'm thinking of in Ant Man when the Falcon had a cameo in Ant Man, and I thought yes, because it's not one of the main main players. Yeah. Obviously that's changed now, but at the time Falcon was a B player, and that's the kind of cameo that you needed. Wonder Woman showing up, and it's just like. Well, she could have just done everything by that logic. Anyway, we get the lasso of truth scene as we always do, where both Batman and Flash are admitting their insecurities because they're this. men. Obviously. I absolutely hated this. I didn't. And think just it for worked. the record, when we refer to him and the Flash, we're obviously talking about the character. Yeah, talking about Barry Allen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to confirm that on here, yeah. we are aware of that, right? Yeah. But yeah, so it's the same thing where the Flash and Batman have the lasso of truth and they're admitting all their insecurities. <sighs> which... It was so bad, Arla. It it wasn't funny. It didn't the... suit. Batman looked weird <laughs> during the day. He was. It was. It, I was like this. Te- it was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a virgin joke. Like, wh- like again, maybe it's not for me. Maybe this is it's a twelve a. Maybe this is for kids and that. Ha ha. Very funny. I was just like, we've done this joke before. It didn't really land the first time. Hasn't really landed this time. What the fuck are we doing at this point? Um, it's a shame because I do really one. like. Sorry. The fl- the flash one was the only that was the only joke that I laughed at in the movie. I didn't like. I didn't find Batman funny, but uh, Barry Allen saying sex is something I've only seen in the magazine. I don't know why that got me. Yeah, right. Th- that might have cracked. I might have cracked a smile at that point. But yeah, it's it w- it wasn't it wasn't the the. It wasn't great. It was yeah. predictable as fuck. But yeah, the reason, it, that I brought up the, the reason that I brought up the barista is just because then after all that, and we're talking back, maybe yeah. five or ten minutes, he goes back to the barista and the barista still not finished the sandwich. Yeah. Not funny, not realistic. <laughs> that may be a nitpick. I don't care. That no, was stupid. It's, it's, I, think that's a, I think that's a valid like issue to have because that was the same. It was just like, it was like the joke. Again, it just felt like they were trying something. It didn't land, but now we're going to go back yeah. to it anyway. And it's like, this is a two hour and 24 minute movie. There's a lot that you could probably cut for this that, you, that didn't like didn't really need to be there. Again, it's 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 bittersweet because like, I liked um, Ben Affleck as, as Batman. I liked yes. um, Jeremy Irons as, as Alfred. Like, there's there's a lot yep. of the DC where I was going, why have you fucking dropped the ball here? Why have you fumbled? You've had you had all the right parts and you've just fucking noised it up again. We had Superman, but we've seen the back of his head because fuck knows what's happening with him. It's it's all it's all a fucking dramatic. But yeah, so the, the the main core of the movie, obviously, Barry Allen's dad's in jail and. Um, somebody brought up a really good point 
uh, like so obviously the entire movie is based on Barry Allen trying to exonerate his dad exonerate his dad then it changes to um, I'm going to go back and my mum's not going to die and then he learns absolutely fucking nothing and just changes things again so that his dad yeah. looks up and I'm just like oh god it's so fucking dumb um, and then somebody brought up a really good point as well where it's like that doesn't really like catch who caught who killed your mum like that just kind of goes like your dad was in the shop he could have come in and still stabbed her we don't know like like and again well ultimately yeah. they don't even they don't even look at they don't even play it as who could have done it who was the person that done it like who, who well, killed her is, and why this, would they kill like what most, and this is the most annoying thing to be in the movie so I'll, I'll but i only wanted to bring up the opening scene because of how much it annoyed me but let's oh, no, get the next it's, so, yeah so after that scene yeah barry goes to see his dad uh oh, sorry phones his dad and it's like dad we're hopefully gonna see it but the technology that he's been helping but bruce wayne's been helping with the cctv cctv footage of i'm assuming if barry is 18 in 2013 and barry's eight roughly when his mum dies then it would have been about 2003 2004 so the ctv isn't great but the bat cave and the bat computer and the bat cctv was able to make it but unfortunately his dad didn't look up so yeah. we can't confirm that it's him it's weird there's only one camera at the supermarket that's another thing it's, again it's one of these that if you go in if you start digging you're 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 gonna find shit like it's there's, well, there's no Barry Allen on that phone call has a flashback to it of his mum dying. So then he runs, but I'm basically going for the important bits. So then he runs and he's able to work out that instead of like a second in Zack Snyder's Justice League where he was able to reverse it before uh, the Tesseract or the, I don't know, the Ultron thing blew up, right? Um, he's able to basically go back to the start of that day and he pulls himself back into where he was saving all the babies. And that's where we get our first look at the time Coliseum. Yeah. And I'm calling it that because the way that Barry Allen perceives time when he's going back in time at that speed is that he can go to any memory that he can yeah. uh and it's present and it's and it's presented as a coliseum but we see it as really really terrible cgi so he yeah, realizes that he can do that but doesn't then go back to change that one thing because it, they would then contradict the movie but i think that that's what they wanted to do but they didn't ultimately do it I anyway mean, they did when... they did but he didn't, change, no, he didn't he didn't he didn't change anything on that no, he, day, did. Though. He, just... he did what did he change she got the tomatoes. No, 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 no. We're not. I'm not talking about when he went back in time. I'm talking about when he went back in time to that the start of that day at the baby hospital. Right. Okay. Yeah, because because that's what he does. Like he 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 envisions his mum dying, so he runs and he's upset, and then he goes back to the start of that day, as in yeah. that day, that day, and he sees the baby. So then he comes back to Bruce, and he's like, "Bruce, I'm actually able to go back further than I thought." And Bruce is like, "You shouldn't do that because with great power becomes great responsibility, or something along those lines." Yeah. Anyway. Batman fucks off in his Lamborghini and everyone's like, oh, funny because it's Uber, right? Very funny. What did you think of the two Barry Allens? I didn't like the two Barry's chemistry. I thought it was very, very, very bad. Um, it didn't make any sense. What, it, well, not that it didn't make any sense. Um, it just annoyed me because one Barry is 18 pre, pre-flash pre powers. The other one is then all of a sudden acting completely different yeah. to who he was a couple of seconds ago because <laughs> now the younger version has to be that cartoony version of him and he can't be the cartoony self. So the yeah. Flash actually changes his entire character. And then it starts raining. And for some reason, future Barry thinks, hold on, what day is it? And he goes, oh, September 26th. And he's like, that's the day you get your powers, but you're not where you're supposed to be. So... Yeah, find, but that, they is... do they do explain that though technically. Like again, I'm I'm not giving them the roses, but like they do say that he he 
specifically pushed himself out of the Titan Vortex on that day so that they could do all this. Like again, it was very convoluted and stuff like that. But the thing for me, like between the two, the two, like I don't think Barry won. Like the the OG Barry is very like. This is what I'm saying. Is that like I don't know if it was just me thinking about ezra miller but like to me when i was looking at barry allen i was just like yeah i don't really care about you and it's even like i'm not saying it was like a bad performance or whatever but like character choices like i wasn't rooting for him i was just like yeah you 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 you're a bit of a pain in the arse like i don't yeah i don't know they're, 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 i had no sympathy or empathy for him and stuff and then when you got as you say very kind of like looney tunes in fact i'm pretty sure there's a, like a looney tunes easter egg in this you get the Looney Tunes version of 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 um of Barry where he's like somewhat of a stoner kind of like vibe off him, and like seen that. yeah, and it's just it's one of these things where bet- like between the two of them, like I know a lot of people are are fans of the Flash TV series, and is it um Grant Gustafson that plays? I don't know. Team? I've never watched. I've never watched the CW show. I'm, I'm, I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the name of the guy that does it, and it's like why not use him like why not just give him the film as well like i get the the uh, again is this maybe because it stems from me not particularly like in ezra miller who knows but like to me having the two of them i was just like i think that's a missed opportunity i think if you're especially considering that this isn't going anywhere going forward well given what they later on explain about how time works it would make more sense that it was a different flash and given yeah. that ezra miller's flash did appear in the cw show it does make sense yeah. that the cw could potentially be in that but anyway i'm even so, disappointed i'm even disappointed that, they, that he didn't even get like a, a cameo on it as well like that oh, would have we'll been, to, that would we'll, have been cool we'll get to the cameos at the but, end um, right but yeah so then so flash is like you don't have your powers Allah, to Allah, go Allah, Allah, Allah. <laughs> don't need no but it's so movies. annoying because then so anyway okay i won't go through it all but basically barry says you need to be here to get your powers and then they set it up so that the the the, the previous barry gets the powers but for some reason that means that yeah. barry loses his powers yeah. which makes no sense to me whatsoever other than the fact that the plot needed to happen so I barry then loses- as i think they were just trying to look for a device where it's like right how how do we hamstring uh, Barry one is take his powers away, and it's not even explained. And then when they eventually get him to give his to get his powers back, I feel as if there's a lot of this though. That, that, that there's an animated version of this. Is it? Like, I think it's called Flashpoint or something. And I think they use a lot of stuff in that movie yeah. and this movie. And I think it maybe kind of stems back to like our previous podcast. We were we were talking about uh, Spider Man. Uh, across the spider verse and there was a discussion where we were talking about is it better are we maybe better going forward just having like these high-end animated movies animated movies because you'd be able to do more and like we wouldn't have issue with like the cg in this one because it would all just be animated and like i think for a character like the flash animation maybe lends itself better to some storytelling and stuff like that but like to me it's it's just the the movie's convoluted and it's and it's silly and it's just like if you think about it too much and try and break it down too much you're just going to go that doesn't make sense and it's like I know there's a lot of superhero movies that that have that kind of base where it's just like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense but for this one I just thought it was so glaring in in the whole kind of losing him losing his powers and then gaining his powers back just through yeah but don't get me wrong i did laugh when it was like a bat kite i was just like this motherfucker's got a gadget for everything that did make me chuckle the bat, the bat kite was funny but yeah like as you said it is just a plot contrivance and it is basically to give him something to work to because he then becomes a second character in his own movie because when it does get to michael keaton's batman it just becomes a batman movie as far as i'm concerned but should have because batman's movie, more interesting 
Batman is more interesting. So the Flash loses his power. So they go to the previous Flash's friends, which is all of his friends, but different. And they're talking about Bat Speech. Did this you like them? That I... What? Did you like the friends? No, I hate them because they're all the same character. Uh, they're all, they're all, um, and, and it's going to sound weird coming from me, but they're all sort of self-aware post wokey types. And I don't mean wokey in a bad way, but that's how the character is written. And again, I hate people that use that terminology, but that is how the characters present themselves. And it's intentionally written like that. And it annoyed me. They talk about how Eric Stoltz is in Back to the Future, which I thought was a very fun Easter egg because, and I don't know if anybody knows about this, probably you do, that Eric Stoltz was originally Mario McFly in Back to the Future, but yeah. two weeks into filming, he was fired and Michael J. Fox was replaced by him. But there is one shot where you see the back of Eric Stoltz's head in the movie. So it I thought was... that was good. It was something that, that someone else brought up. I was listening to the kind of funny podcast and they were breaking this down. They were going, it was a missed opportunity. Why wouldn't you show that? Like, the footage is available. Why wouldn't you just show him as uh, Marty McFly? And I was going, yeah, again, it's just, I, I just, I feel as if... Yeah, probably. But, like, again, like, why, why, bring, why bring it up? Yeah, like, why do it if, you do, if you're not going to kind of pay it off? And there's loads of stuff that they do in this film that, that, that they bring up and they don't pay off. Barry talks about um, he was there the first day Zod um arrived and he wasn't good wasn't wasn't good with his powers at that point but somehow new barry is able to pick it up like fucking that like it's dumb and then they tease that father and child again later and that doesn't get get revisited like again and again i think ultimately this universe does get whatever it is terraformed or whatever whatever it was zod that was zod was trying to do but like yeah, it was just like they're bringing stuff in that just like I didn't care about, but that doesn't mean I don't yeah. want to see it finished. Like, don't bring it up and then not fucking address it again. Like, it was silly. Like to me, I'm going, oh, are they both going to save him? Like, are they going to save this guy? Like, I've I've maybe can't save the the planet, but I could maybe save these two. I don't know. Like to me, I'm going just if you're not going to do it, it's, it just comes across as messy and and doesn't make sense. Well, it didn't make sense, but the talking about the different actors playing the different roles is then basically the setup for why different people will be different people in this universe. So setting up basically. So then Zod hits and Barry's like, right, we need to get everyone together. Aquaman hasn't been born. Wonder Woman's a porn star. Uh, Cyborg isn't. Do you know Cyborg. the thing? Do you know the thing I liked about that though was the, those those were the cameos that worked for me. So see when you got Aquaman's dad, Arthur Curry, yeah. aye, and they were like. Um, and, and and he was like, "Is your wife the queen of Atlantis?" And then it cuts, and it's just one some woman smoking a cigarette uh, or something like that. I was just like, "Right, that's that's that works because it's already in the world that we know. We know that's uh, Aquaman's dad. If you've already watched the DC movies and stuff like that, so like that, I'll again, I'm gonna try and give this movie its due when I can. But like, the the, the that was the like a small cameo that I actually enjoyed." Um, did you enjoy? So, like, we're obviously getting to the reveal of of Batman. He's he's trying to figure out who yep. who he can hang. Did you like that reveal? Nope. Why nope. not? Nope. Uh, I don't like Batman because they did that in the Dark Knight Rises. So Batman is Michael Keaton, and he's become like this strangly, like old, decrepit recluse because Gotham is basically crime free and he doesn't have to do it anymore but he's obviously psycho and the fact that it clearly was not michael keaton in that scene annoyed the fuck out of me because they don't Why? show his face and because like he can't do his own stunts he's the guy's no, 70 I know he can't do his own stunts but you can at least make it seem as if it is him but this is why no seen. but this is right so this is this this goes back to my point before though i feel as if if you didn't reveal that michael keaton was in the movie and this was the reveal 
I don't think you have a problem with it. Well, no. Okay, I give you. Do you know what I mean? Point. Like, I think, I think, if like, I think that moment where he kind of brushes his hair out his face and you go, "Fuck, it's Michael Keaton." I think you, that works, but because they've already kind of shot the load with the trailers, mm-hmm. like that, that, ultimately you're going, "Oh, look, that's Michael Keaton." When are we going to see Michael Keaton? Why is Michael yeah. Keaton not showing his face yet? Oh, look, there's Michael Keaton, and it's again, I, like, it's 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 rock in a hard place. They had to show Michael Keaton because they had to get butts in seats. But yeah. ultimately, the reveal kind of falls flat. Like, don't get me wrong, the music and stuff was nice, and 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 having that kind of gothic castle, and like it did bring back nostalgia. Now, obviously, like nineteen eighty nine Batman came out two years before I was born, but like I did watch them when I was younger and stuff. I'm actually going to revisit them after watching this film. But yeah, like to me, the reveal, the reveal was fine. I didn't have an issue that they had his face. I just felt as if it could have been. It would have been grander if we didn't know he was actually in the film. I yep. laughed unintentionally because I was going, well, that's clearly a shot at the MCU where he talks about the timelines and stuff. Well, let's just let's just pause there because I do want to talk about that because this is kind of pivotal to the review. So they do okay. talk about it. Now, that, that whole scene, the two Barrys come into Wayne Manor and they've recreated the kitchen from Batman and it's absolutely beautiful. They've done that. Batman's an old scraggly stranger, starts fighting them, ends up fucking it because the Flash is the Flash, right? So then all of a sudden, the bat the Batman who's never met, who doesn't know the Flash, doesn't know who Barry is, and I don't mean in like this particular one in any kind of universe, doesn't have anything. Barry explains everything to him and and does it in a sort of comedy way where you're expecting the joke to be like, Well, sorry, can you go that again? Yeah. Something like that. But instead, Batman's just like, yeah, okay, cool, I get that. And he's like, but how does that work? So the way that they explain it, and because he's cooking pasta coincidentally at this time, is that he puts two uh, hard spaghettis beside each other and says, your perception of what time travel is, is that we have two strands going the same way, but when you change something, one of the bits of pasta bends so that they start at the same place, but one goes off in the other direction. That's not what happens. Apparently, yeah. a key event, canon event happens, but as that's going in another way, you then inadvertently change the past of what's being, which explains why Batman is not only a different Batman, but an obviously much older Batman in this yeah. thing. So I'm like, fine. And then he then finishes the metaphor by putting the cooked spaghetti scene and see when we have multiple branches going, we get big cooked spaghetti of everything going anywhere. Yeah. Because the, because Zod shows up, it's the same Zod from the DCEU universe, but yeah. it's a different Batman, but it's a different Supergirl. So you're kind of just picking and choosing what you want and you think by this one scene that you've explained it. You've explained it, you've just not actually explained it. Yeah, that I think it's just I think it's just them trying to be clever as to and I'm gonna I'm gonna just skip to the, the end credit scene just now and then we'll kinda of talk about the rest of the film. But like the end credit scene for me was essentially them saying if we decide to recast Jason Momoa's Aquaman, this is why. Because it was essentially just Flash saying, Oh, it was I went and Batman was different and it was like a completely different guy and then I went back and then it was another even completely different our guy uh, and he went oh cool am I different and he, and he goes nah you're kind of pretty much constant and I went well that's just an excuse to bring Jason Momoa back as Aquaman that is an excuse to bring Jason Momoa back as Aquaman exactly so 
Anyway, so they explain that, and then they're like, Batman, we need your help. Batman says no, but for some reason, the Barry's going to his Batcave, even though it's a different Wayne Manor, a different Batman. They seem to know how to get into it, and there's no security Arla, whatsoever. stop, stop. Like, again, it's, it's so dumb. Like, you're, you're going to... Like, I'm going through it quickly. Batman no, no, no. I'm saying you're, you're picking it and stuff like, oh, how did they know where he's back? It just, you, you need to crack on with it. Like, they needed it, tech okay. to use Batman's tech. That's it. Anyway, so they needed the Batcave to basically look into if uh, if, uh, if uh, an object came into the, yeah, uh, into if, the where Superman, essentially they were checking where Superman was exactly Zod has come into the atmosphere they need to know if Superman did so they basically find out that something did come into the atmosphere but for some reason it's been held in Russia even though there's no way they could possibly know that anyway so Batman's then, then like it, no this is they had they like Batman had like NASA documents so like obviously nope. that's why nope Right, all the bat NASA documents, of course, right? The bat <laughs> documents, right? Anyway, so anyway, Batman's sitting there scraggling his beard with his big long hair, and he's like, maybe I should help those people. And then he picks a, he picks a button, and then his library opens up. And this is uh, so annoying. It's the scene where he goes, he shows up, and Batman's like, you're going to need some help. And they're like, you're, you're. And he goes, yeah, I'm Batman. And it's like, that wasn't for the Flash. That was for the audience, and it fucking sucked in my opinion in, yeah. the, in, in the context of that scene I thought it sucked but I'm going to take this moment because it, did. it was it was dumb but then but, we get some action stuff with fucking Batman and it was fucking brilliant it was absolutely brilliant and it's another reason why I'm fucking annoyed that DC have dropped the ball it doesn't matter who's behind the mask right whether it's Keaton whether it's fucking Affleck Pattinson whatever we like this character and whatever portrayal you've shown me of him, I enjoy. Like, there's, yeah, the, yeah everybody's got favourites and stuff. But the stuff, like, the fight scene and the fight choreography and him, like, just fucking, like, roundhouse kicking and spinning back kicks and stuff like that, I was going, this is brilliant. Just show us more of this. Do this. Where was this Batman? Like, what? I don't care about... I, I just I just feel as if I was going like I've always said it and I've said it before the MCU have created A players in Captain America and Iron Man when they weren't A players the A players were X-Men and, Sp and Spider-Man they didn't have those so they made their own DC had their A players DC had Batman and they had Superman and they just fucking nah let's let's, let's get Captain Boomerang in two movies before we get fucking Ben Affleck his own movie that's fucking stupid you have a phenomenal he's the most pro, he's pro, the two of them are probably the most well known um, superheroes from a generation from, probably from our age and back nowadays I would say kids will probably know Captain America and Iron Man better and more but like it just at any time Batman was on the screen as or Michael Keaton was on the screen as Batman, I was like, "That's brilliant!" That's I'd like just give me this movie, and I'd, and and see when I say give me this movie, don't actually give me this movie. Don't fucking give me another fucking Batman movie. I've already got two on the go, technically three, because the Joker's his own fucking universe as well, and that'll have a Batman in it or something. Stupid, honest to God, stupid. Joker's bear. Anyway, right. Yeah. So so Batman shows up. Are you, and he you looking for? Are you looking forward to that new one? Joker 2, yes I am actually now I, I, at first I was like please leave it alone and now I'm like nah do you know what I think they're going to do something special I think it's going to be fucking rank rotten I think you're wrong um, because anyway, Lady Gaga can't act but she can sing and that's all you need anyway nah, so you need more than that can I just have her singing Andrew, can we please talk about the Flash? Um, oh, just pivoting. We're pivoting. <laughs> we're pivoting. No, yeah. uh, Lady Gaga can't act, but she can sing, and it's going to be a musical, and I think it will be fine. Yeah, but it's not going to be a musical in the sense of like lame is, is it? 
No, it's not going to be. It's not going to be everything. It's not going to be everything. So, yeah, exactly. No. So that she's going to need to act in it and like, look, I'll give her a due. Fucking, what was the a star is born? Where yeah, she played she's herself. decent. She's decent in that. Like, she's decent. I'll give her that. Everything else I've ever seen her in, she's fucking awful. And I've seen she's one awful. clip, in from this movie, and I was like, do, do you know the other thing that, that that baffles me as well, right? And I know I complained about the Suicide Squad movie, and I know I complained that there was a Harley Quinn movie, but Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, why are you doing somebody else just now while she's still known as that? Like, why? Even even having fucking Kaylee Cuckoo in the, the Harley Quinn animated series, I was going, I'd rather that. I just don't think Lady Gaga is going to have the... I don't. I don't think she's. I don't. I don't think she's Harley Quinn. You say. You I say. Mean, you say. Mar, you say Margot Robbie's been cast. I go. Yep. Makes sense. Fantastic actor. She's got the looks on it. Like she's got the attitude when she like like she. From the 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 the, the most thing I know Harley Quinn from is the playing the Arkham games. When I watch Margot Robbie in these movies, she has that. I don't know aura about her that that, that Harley Quinn is. There is nothing that I've seen previously from lady gaga that makes me think she's going to be fucking well i again i do not i do not go into movies wanting to hate them and i don't I, am biased. Hey, I want her to be fantastic i want the film to be fantastic i would never ever root for something to be bad especially something that i care about and something that i enjoy and i like and fair enough i might like lady gaga is a wonderful probably one of the most talented singer songwriters there is but the, the stuff that I've seen from her acting and some of the interviews that I've seen her do uh, and the fact that she was on Graham Norton and she was talking about like fucking method acting and Adam Driver was like rolling his eyes like fuck next day I was going yeah Adam yeah yeah fucking you had to work with her doing that yeah how Gucci wasn't great unfortunately <laughs> yeah exactly. um, but I still have high hopes for it because it's Joker and that's that's where I choose to keep what's his name will be good her. though um what queen's going to be great and 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 I, and I did enjoy the first one a lot and, it, and like again i'm not i'm not saying i don't want it i'm just saying like it seems silly to me to and again i don't really know the story and stuff so i, I shouldn't i shouldn't judge but i just the, the the feeling that you had when it got announced when you were saying it should just be like a one and done is the you feeling I, 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 it's not even yeah. that i still have it because i go i went it made money it was different why not do another one and then i heard it's going to be a musical and i was like oh it's going to have lady gaga oh no like it just it just from that point on i was like yeah this is i don't think this is going to be an andrew movie yeah the more i'm hearing about it the more i like about it so we'll definitely see only time will tell but yeah so we get that great scene with batman and the russian thing and he beats everybody up and we go to the big super prison cell and we're like oh there's something in here we need to find what it is and it kind of reminds me of the scene with the boys where soldier boy gets released did they not um, already reveal supergirl in the trailer as well oh they did exactly yeah, so again, what the fuck again what, what are we like is, does it what, you're wasting it they blew all their loads that's, because they knew that the, 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 there was no appeal in just the Flash, unfortunately. They needed that's the something. other thing as well. I said to you before we started recording, have you seen... So, as of recording today, they released a a Craven trailer. So, the new... Oh, fuck, what's his name? Your man that played Quicksilver and he was in Bullet Train. Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yes, Aaron Taylor-Johnson is going to play Craven uh, in the Sony universe where they're doing villain films. The same fucking reason that DC have fucked up because they just kept doing villain films. Um... If you're interested in the trailer, fair enough, go watch it. All I will say, the entire movie's in the trailer. The entire movie is in the trailer. 
Yeah, I just watched it there while you were talking about uh, <laughs> Joker Two. Yeah, uh, it looks terrible. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's ridiculous. The entire movie is is in the trailer. Um, so yeah, the Supergirl stuff I actually did enjoy. Again, she she was probably between her and Keaton. She was the highlight for me for this film. I thought, I thought she portrayed her really well. I thought the the stuff where, like obviously the first initial fight was really cool, where she was just basically like pummeling people into the air. I thought I thought she stole the show, and yeah. to be honest with you, I thought she was going to be the weakest element of it, just from the marketing of it. And she actually ended up seeing the show, but they release her. Yeah. She gets into the sun. She kills everybody. She they bring everything back to the Bat Manor and then it's like, oh, Zod's in the field killing everybody. Supergirl, you have to help us. No, I don't. So she flies off, right? Yeah. Barry, then Barry, the first flash is like, I need to get my powers back. I need to recreate that by knowing all the chemicals that were on that wall. How? Don't know. Don't care. And then you need to hit me with lightning. And Batman's just like, yeah, sure. Makes sense. Do Batman wouldn't do that, but that's absolutely fine. And, and by Batman, I mean Michael Keaton's Batman in the universe that he's in. Sure. Fuck it, why not? Um, so they set it all up, and then that's when we talked about the bat kite that shows up to conduct electricity. It gets hit by one bit of lightning. It doesn't work, and he's near death. Uh, in the meantime, Supergirl goes to see where General Zod is. General Zod's like, I will kill everybody, given the most generic bad guy dialogue on the planet. And it's a shame, because Michael Shannon did come back for this. Michael Shannon's a terrific actor who deserved more. They fuck him in it. She sees Michael Shannon killing everybody, so she goes back to the Batcave. She knows, even though she has not been there for the discussion, to carry Barry Allen into the thunderstorm, which is conveniently happening. He gets hit by lightning again. Hey, Presto has the powers back. Then when they're getting ready for the big fight, she's like, why did you come back to save me? Because like, you needed help. And that's the arc of Supergirl is to realize, oh, you should help people regardless. Okay, great. Anyway, then they go to the desert and that's when the big fight happens with the two flashes, Batman and Supergirl. And you know, Zod's like, we need to destroy the world. And Supergirl's like, no. So she punches him. And then the flashes work out, hold on, we can we can beat all these Kryptonians, even though all the Kryptonians, as evidence in Superman, can go as fast as the Flash. But for some reason, we don't talk about that in this one. And they beat up everyone. And there's one big spaceship, and Michael Keaton's in the bat chopper or the bat wing or whatever. And he's like, kid, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this thing. And then Batman all of a sudden kills himself for some reason, fucking suicide bombs himself. And then when that happens, boom, Zod is able to beat... Um, Supergirl takes her blood and then they're going to terraform the planet. So the second Flash then has the idea to go back to the start of that day to pre to basically stop that from happening. Every time he does, Zod is stabbing him with like, some Kryptonian piece of armor and it keeps building him and building him and building him. And basically then first Barry realizes, oh no, we can't change the past. Oh no, we can't change the past. What have I done? And then it's revealed that the reverse, that the dark flash was just the second flash being stabbed time and time and time again to when they get to the time coliseum, but they've done gone back in time so many times that now all of a sudden other time coliseums are appearing. Why that's happening? Don't know. Doesn't make sense in the movie. They're just there. And by other time coliseums, I don't mean the flashes time coliseums. We see, and this is where there was one cameo that was shameful and one cameo that made me smile. Then all of a sudden we see all the other DC characters, their time coliseums, except we don't see all of them. We see two. We see Batman and we see The Flash. And by Batman, I mean Adam West Batman in a terrible CGI cameo. The big ones are Superman where we see Christopher Reeves and the person that played Supergirl. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. They're both there, even though they never ever twined in it. That cameo sucked. 
What made me happy, though, was then seeing Nicolas Cage as Superman. That made me happy. And in case you don't know why that is, after the success of Batman, Tim Burton was going to make a Superman movie with Nicolas Cage. Google it. There's images of Superman with long hair, and that's all that looks like. And the villain was going to be a giant spider. And in the CGI thing, he kills a giant spider. So... Anyway, we see all that shit, which makes no sense whatsoever. And then the Flash is like, I can't keep doing this. Ah. And then the reverse, the, the second Flash realizes that he needs to stop his future self, who actually started his previous self. And I'm already getting a headache at this. Pushes them out of the time vortex. The, the second Flash dies. So the first Flash is like, do you know what? I just need to let my mother die. So he goes back to the supermarket sees himself replace the can of tomatoes in the thing then takes it out and even though they've never met each other she's like you like you look like a person that needs a hug because the script needed to have a moment so she hugs the flash and i don't feel anything for it because it's just so written like that but then barry as you said earlier has the idea hold on let me fix the cctv camera so then he goes back to the his current timeline of which we perceive to be the timeline Across, I'm not going to go into it too much, but Across the Spider-Verse set that up so much better when Miles Morales returns to Air 42. And it's like, oh, absolutely genius. Well done. You wrote it into the script. It makes sense. Anyway, Barry returns back to his universe. He goes to the exoneration of his dad. Oh, look at that. He put the tomatoes on the top on the on the top uh, uh on the top shelf so that he looked up and he could be seen he didn't change the camera position he changed the tomato position and that way everyone starts cheering woo, woo mr allen's off and then we get to the ending and i'll let you take that george clooney showed up george clooney showed up as batman and barry says the f word um because they're allowed one f word in a 12a and george clooney shows up and what what yeah. Yeah. What was that? Sorry, I'm just back from my shit. What happened there for the last six minutes? <laughs> Sorry. No, but, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, again, like, to me... The, I, again, it goes back to the, the stuff that they showed in the trailer. I thought the I thought some of the fight stuff, like, see when they, they do the bit where they run and then their heels touch, I was going, that's really cool. But I've already seen it, and I've seen it on a tiny telly, so I don't give a fuck. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, I, can, I, I, I just felt this whole movie is just this kind of, like what could have been because even though you're saying like the, the 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 mother stuff didn't didn't hit for you it did actually hit for me now obviously i've got fucking circumstances that it might hit for me like my mom passed away when i was really really young as well that's probably the reason why it hit for me but i'm going like i think realistically there is there is a story to be told there like so there is that yeah. fucking story where it's told but i just think everything around that story was just you just i'm going i don't give a fuck whether that be real life issues or the 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 way that the, the dceu has gone where it's like like he was wet. Flash was introduced in Batman versus Superman, yes. Yep. And then we got him in Justice League. Yep. And then I think he had a small cameo that might have been cut from Suicide Squad. Then we no, got him in. A... Was it in Suicide Squad? Right. So yeah, it we got a, the small cameo. In the first one, Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Because Captain Boomerang is one of Flash's arch nemesis. Yeah. So when Captain Boomerang was caught, it was the Flash. That it caught was the Flash him. that caught him. Yeah. So like this is the thing is like. We've had wee bits, and then we got him again in like the fucking, um, the 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 Snyder cut. I'm the sure. Snyder cut. Yeah. It's 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 all these wee bitty parts where I'm just going, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Like, it's it doesn't it doesn't make any sense, and there's no it does it, to me if there's ever been a fucking studio where you go, you've had no structure and you have pivoted 
time and time again to to to, to make a movie a, a cinematic universe it just doesn't make sense to me and it just like to me if anything i was disappointed because i felt as if there was a framework and a basis for this movie that if you had gone say hypothetically right rather than suicide squad and this suicide squad and harley quinn birds of prey and all these movies that they've given us if you'd had a batman movie and you'd had man of steel 2 and you had this base of right these are who the superheroes are there's potential in this film to be one of these like grand oh my god fucking end game level like like there's a way that they could have done this properly and it yeah. just felt as if because see the idea of the worlds colliding and it's like different like that's such a cool idea and and the moment with nicholas cage because again yeah it comes from uh, the death of uh what was it superman lives it, it, it's it, it there's stuff there where you go that's such a cool cameo that's really cool but then the stuff that we did get and the fact that there was no real basis for it other than let's put a cool cameo in there it just comes across as um like what is the what's the term cheap no <laughs> cheap. like it's just fan it's it's like oh the, the, they'll, they'll enjoy this it's all fan service and service that's what fan I mean. service yes that's that was the thing and that's what I mean by setting up the DCU because now we establish that there are multiple. Right, wait a minute, different... wait a minute. Right, let me let me ask you this question, right? And just give me in general as you can. How and when and what did they do to set up the next one? Because I don't think right. I personally so, so... don't think they have. Right. So the, so they've okay. So so this is what I mean. They've not actually done it, and this is how they could have done it, right? But what they've done is they've shown that multiple different variants of multiple different characters exist, as we have all the different Supermans. Yeah. And, the Nicolas Cage one for me, right? So the reason No Way Home works is because we know Andrew Garfield and we know Tobey yeah. Maguire. That's why it works, right? But you can't bring back the characters of the DC ones because they're miles old. Even though Brandon Routh is still alive and played yeah. Superman, I don't understand why they didn't get him. That made no sense to me. But they see the Nicolas Cage one now. Again, that technically never happened, but people are aware of that. Yeah, it it's, is. it's out there. Yeah. No dialogue, right? So basically by by showing different variants of different timelines of different things that basically meant right there's potential for different worlds within these universes which was never really in contention anyway but that's basically the film that kind of solidifies yep that means we can technically have a new superman origin story because at any given point there's thousands of superman starting every way now what they should have done to really solidify this and before I don't you get like wait, wait a minute before you get any what you should have done i just want to address what they did do the the, the reason for me that this doesn't work is because to me if you're going oh here there's all these different multiverses and there's all these different ones that we've already that, that, that have existed before or ones that you didn't know existed and we can start a new one to me the only reason you do that is if you're going to continue with the ones that you've already got like bring them back somehow like so, so see what we've done now with the mcu that you know that there's multiple versions of kang and there's like multiple versions of loki and you've seen all that like but that's because we're going forward with that. Whereas this, we're not going forward with it. Like, to me, I'm going... It's essentially... It's not... We're not doing well, a well, new well, Superman well, for yeah. the sake of doing a new Superman. We're doing a new Superman because you fucked up the one that we've already got. And we need to start yeah. again from scratch. Whereas... But this they, is the 
but but what but the thing is that you're what you're doing is what DC did the first time was that they're jumping ahead because we don't know what they're going to do with that. All we know is that this is the reset button. So it could be that they do bring these cameras back. We don't. No, know I'm not saying at. that they. I'm not saying that they're going to. I'm not jumping ahead. I'm not saying that they're going to bring these characters back. But essentially, bringing in these new. It's not. This isn't like the D, Well, as far as I'm aware, the DCU is not going to be an extension of the dceu this is just new this is just right we're going to start again and we're going to do it this way whereas like to me like because this is why i was going this is done like is there's not there's nothing that's going to come from this i know but what they can do is they can wait five or six years and then bring back ben affleck's batman and you're thinking oh it's, it's been so long pointless. since we've seen him it's dumb it's pointless because you because oh, no, especially I, oh, the Especially the especially the Batman character because not only are we getting a new one with it, what is it, the Bold and the Brave or something like that, Batman and Batman Robin. Brave and Bold, yeah, and is also directing. Yeah, I did see that. I, I, do you know the thing as well, right? Other than nope. like the CG stuff, I don't mind Andy Muschietti as a, a director. I think he's quite good. Um, nope. You not a fan? Nope. He did the it movies. Nope. They're bad. I like the first it movie. Didn't see Personal. the second one, but I've, I didn't. Uh, I, but here's I what you should one. have done, and I know your eyes are going to glow up like a boy that's just had his first wank when I say this, right? But this is what should have happened. Guarantee right? they don't. <laughs> right. This is what should have happened, and I never like using Doctor Who as an example of something done right, but Doctor Who did do this right. I don't know if you remember. Again, I'm not a Doctor Who fan. I just remember this happening because everybody watched it where I was, where it happened. The 50th anniversary of Doctor Who, it was Matt Smith and David Tennant yeah. they were the Doctor at the same time and Gallifrey was on the verge of doing and what they needed to do was get all the Doctors together so they got all the previous Doctors yeah. up until Matt Smith Doctor. But then all of a sudden they say, wait everybody, a 13th Doctor is showing up. Yeah, the new and Doctor. Yeah. yeah. So we knew that Peter Capaldi had been cast as that yeah. and we only got to see his eyes but we know, oh shit, you're actually meditating was going to happen going forward in the future so what should have happened is that they should have already cast superman legacy and then that superman <sighs> should have shown up at nah, time calls I, I don't I, I don't I, I i don't think that works i think I, this is this is, so i think that works if they if, if if in some form they're going to go back to, and revisit these characters i don't think you want to fucking tar the new Superman with this shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think nah. To me, to me, I'm going right. We're starting from fresh. We're starting new. We're gonna like like that's all done now. Do you know what I mean? That's how I would want to do it. If you're rebooting it, don't do like a passing of the torch. The reason the way the Doctor Who one worked was because that's a linear storyline. Well, somewhat yeah. linear. They do go back and for it and all that kind of stuff. But that's a constant of the the doctor regenerates and it's something new and it's something new and he regenerates and he regenerates uh whereas this i get that they're using different universes and stuff but i'm like just don't don't bother bringing in don't bother bringing in uh the new stuff i don't even think he is cast though like i no, still think not, i still think i think, that, it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be in a close hold though no it's not no it's not not a chance he's one of three people considered i think he is but i don't think it'll be him i don't know Superman what? legacy castings. I'm going to see because there was one. Was I think they're going to? I think they'll go. Um, I think they'll go all unknowns. It could work. I mean, because technically unknowns are more likely to sign up for multiple projects. Yeah. You know. 
It's possible. Think, like Nicholas Holt is one of them. Uh, David Corinsweet. Don't know what he's from, but he certainly looks the part. He's only twenty nine. Um, Tom Brittany, lesser known British actor. Uh, Emma Mackay. No. Why? No. Just make no. Why are they in the line for Superman? Is that not for Lois Lane? Is it for Lois Lane? I think so. Andrew. My apologies. Yes, it is for Lois Lane. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I oh, I like that. Then I do like that. I do like that. No, again, I said I'm going. Don't do Superman. Just do Superwoman. Like, but I, I just didn't read. I just didn't read. Uh, yeah, I, the old exactly. Fucking make it in super person. Um, super. I don't know. Uh, super. But, them. Super them. Aye, exactly. <laughs> aye, super them, and watch everyone lose their mind. Um, Emma McKay or Emma McKay, I actually really like her. So I, her as Lois Lane, I'm very much a fan of. I wouldn't do Nicholas Holt. I don't think he's got the. You sure you wouldn't do Nicholas Holt? Nah, he's not for me, man. I, he's not got the, the eyes that I like. Um, <laughs> I think he's too well known. I think he's too well established for me. Out of the three, in terms of like looks wise, David Cornsweet looks like he could be Superman. He, he needs to put a fuck ton of muscle on to get to the the Henry Cavill size, but in terms of just like his like his face, he looks like Superman. So yeah, I would I wouldn't I would I think you need to go the unknown route. I think that's the best way to do it. You heard it here first folks. Yeah. Corn sweat. I am probably butchering his name. <laughs> it is that's how it's spelled. C O R E N S W E T. Corn sweat. I'm not saying that's what it's spelled, it's still still a funny name. It is a funny name. Tom Brittany as well, corn sweat. Um, but yeah, that is the Flash movie. Um, the more I spoke <laughs> about it, the more it irritated me, and I realised that yeah, I was very generous with a seven out of ten. Um, I don't know where it goes for here because I know we've got Aquaman and I know we've got Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle looks like a CW movie. I'll be there. It does. It's out in a month. I'll be there uh, to see it. But like, do I care? No. Like, and yeah, James Gunn did confirm that apparently he is the first DCU character. So, what does I that mean? Well, that the only thing I can think of is that we're now just moving on from the fact that this that this character exists in the DCU because that is the logos that show up, and now James Gunn's confirmed it. So, the only thing that I can think of, and I really hope that they don't fucking do this, the only thing that I can think that they do is that they have a, a George Clooney cameo in it as batman because in that trailer the blue beetle says batman's a fascist right wait a minute here we go oh yeah that that was funny though i think that'll be funny i think i think the movie's going to be bad but i think the family dynamic will be good right dcu boss james gunn confirmed james reyes aka the titular character blue beetle is the first official dc universe character on the inside you podcast gun revealed the first dcu character for sure is blue beetle well but but what does that? Mean? What does he mean? That it's the first. So it's it's a DC EU movie, but he's a DCU character. So does that mean that he's gonna be in the next one? Who knows? Who knows? Who who cares? Oh fuck this man! Do you know what? This has put me in a fucking good mood for Wednesday because Marvel are back, the MCU is back, and they're bringing Secret Invasion to Disney Plus. And I tell you something, I cannot fucking wait for it. Now. <laughs> I seem as if I am the biggest Thor love and thunder sympathizer. I can admit. You really are. No, no, no. I can admit it's not the best. However, Even I Thor think the way. No, I agree. Look, I agree. I think they've. I think they've went too far one way. 
But the way people talk about it, it's not as bad. Like, I would rather watch that than Flash again. That's where I would sit. Oh, yeah, I said that at the start. I think that there's nothing worse. No, wait, no, hold on. No, I said the reverse of that, sorry. Yeah. There's nothing worse than Thor 4. I put the Flash above Thor 4. No, I don't. I don't. I think I think That's... there's an, I think there's enough in Thor 4 um that 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 beats this. I think I think uh, Christian Bale's villain as much as we didn't get enough of him is better. I think I know a lot of people didn't like the screen I I know people didn't like the screaming goats. I found that hilarious. The Amazing. the the axe being jealous of Mjolnir was comic gold. I don't care what you say, Arla. It's fucking funny having a floating axe come in to shot because it's jealous of Mjolnir. That's funny. You okay. Don't, you don't know comedy. Uh, I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, like to me, Secret Invasion, I'm really looking forward to it because it seems as if it's going to be more grounded and go more to like the Winter Soldier kind of st- vibe from, from one, what those films were. Um, so yeah, Arla, thank you so much for joining me. Where can everyone find you online? I'm not telling you. Um, uh, no, just, uh, I mean, Stray Productions, we've actually finished uh, Force of Flesh, which is uh, another project that Andrew and I have worked on. Uh, it's now currently in the editing process and we're looking to have it released uh, come Halloween time. So we'll obviously make you aware more of the time. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, we're going to move on to new and exciting projects. Uh, Andrew and I are actually having uh, a discussion with it in two days to discuss it further. More and more details to come. Yeah. If you want to follow the podcast, we're at With Mates Pod or With Mates Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all that jazz. If you want to follow me, I'm at AntAlphaGrey on all social media platforms. Um, as I say, the Marvel series Secret Invasion is coming out on Wednesday. We'll be doing week-to-week breakdowns of those episodes, so we'll be getting those steadily out every week. Um, there are some movies coming out that I will be going to go see. Um, are we buzzing for the Christopher Nolan movie, Arla? I mean, I think that's a stupid question. Of course, we're actually excited for a movie, and it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Three-hour epic with Killian Murphy and every other actor under the sun. I cannot fucking wait for the movie. Are we looking forward to the Barbie movie? Uh, yes, because everybody's expecting it to be a fun, dumb movie and don't understand that Greta Gerwig is actually a film auteur and we're not going to get the Barbie movie that everybody's expecting and I cannot wait for that either. I am buzzing for the Barbie movie and I'm buzzing for Oppenheimer as well. I, uh, still not seen Transformers. I'm probably going to go and try and see that. Indiana Jones is out as well, so we'll be going to see that. I'm looking forward to No Hard Feelings, which is the new uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie. I've got, a, I've got a sneaky feeling and hope that it's going to be really good. I, hope I love Jennifer Lawrence, and I think the, the Hollywood treated her completely unfairly, and she deserves to be in a lot more stuff. I've always maintained she's a great actress, and yeah. I hope there's a comeback for her. What? Ha- why is she away? Have well, she's I not been in something? movies for a while, well, because, because have you not seen X Men? Uh, uh, Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah, well, that was all. Dark. Nah, did she not have a Wayne? Did she not take a break for her Wayne? Did she have a Wayne? Child, sorry, child. I'm forgetting, we're not all just Scottish on here. Yeah, did she not have a child? I thought she had a child. I'm sure I've seen her on Jimmy well, Kimmel when she was preggers. Um, but yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, she's got a new comedy coming out. I'll be going to see that and I'll try and get some either TikToks or review up on the podcast. Mission Impossible's out in July as well. So many good movies, so many podcasts coming, so keep your eyes and ears peeled on all social medias for those. But until next time, thanks for listening. Let's on the